Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Here we are. Oh my goodness, it is the last week of the year. <laughs> the last episode of the year. And I, for one, absolutely love this time of year. To me, there is such a sense of stillness. I've spent a number of Christmases alone in contemplation and meditation, which has been very, very nourishing and healing to me. This year, I was with family great celebration and I hadn't been with my family at Christmas time in many years so that was a wonderful opportunity to stay in the heart and be in the love with the kids and the laughing and the all the wonderful activities of the holidays that I've come to enjoy especially now because we don't have the turmoil in the family that we used to have and um I really attribute that shift and change to my willingness to take a stand and occupy love. And that is our topic this week on Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. So let us, without further ado, tune within in prayer. <sighs> oh, holy night, oh, holy day, right here in our hearts, we are the living love. I invite you to join me in placing your hand upon your heart and taking a breath of love and exhaling gratitude as so we bring ourselves present into this moment and to the divine opportunity that love is presenting to us right now. Continuing to breathe deeply, centering in, grounding in, connecting to our loving heart. Letting the past be the past. Stepping into the eternal now moment. The love and the grace that's here for us right now. The healing that's here for us right now. We're consciously connecting and communing with the higher Holy Spirit Self. Releasing any sense of separation and stepping into profound unity. This is our time of healing. We're grateful to be the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of the Christ Presence, which is our essence, our true identity, shedding the false identity. We choose to occupy joy, to live as love, and in gratitude we share the benefits with everyone, because we're one with them. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so good. And I'd like to share with you, I got guidance this week. I always tune in, what what, uh, what shall I share? What is the opportunity following divine guidance? And I got to, to go to the teacher's manual, which is just my favorite. I love it so much. It's been so helpful to me. And what I got guided to kind of surprised me, but we'll see what's in it for us here. Uh, chapter 3 in the Manual for Teachers. Some of you may not be familiar with the Manual for Teachers. And um, I recommend that people start with the Manual for Teachers because it has a clarity and a simplicity that is really accessible. And I go back to it on a regular basis. So, chapter 3, what are the levels of teaching? What are the levels of teaching? It says right here in paragraph 1, the teachers of God have no set teaching level. Each teaching learning situation involves a different relationship at the beginning, although the ultimate goal is always the same, to make the relationship a holy relationship. So what it's telling us here is that each relationship is a teaching-learning situation. And the goal of each relationship is not something in the world, but something in the heart. So to transform the relationship from an ego-centric relationship to a spirit-based relationship. So as we all know, our relationships can call us into our loving heart. That is their holy purpose and right now so many people are with family having family experiences and there is a tendency to revisit the past and we can either revisit the past to further entrench ourselves in the unhealed disappointments regrets and resentments of the past or we can be present in this moment with the past and the opportunity for healing that is here now for us so that we can literally release that which has been unhealed. How do we do this? We come into our loving heart and we start asking the higher self, the Holy Self, the Holy Spirit Self for divine guidance and inspiration. We open our hearts and minds not thinking that we already know how it should be, how it should have been, but becoming present into the moment. So we're occupying love, occupying peace, and then the joy that is the hidden splendor in our relationship will come forward. Because when we can authentically love and be loving, It's not about necessarily receiving other people's love, though many times we are very challenged to receive because we on some level feel unworthy or we feel like a sinner, undeserving. But when we can be in that place of holding love in our heart and mind and receiving divine love through all the channels it appears to come through, 
we receive the the wake-up call of where we forgot to choose love and we can now choose love in our heart and have compassion for ourselves, compassion for our loved ones who forgot to choose love. The love lives now. So love is now. It's always now. We can't go back and love in the past, although we can revisit it in our mind and see it anew. Healed. The healed mind is present and awake to the love that is now. So we're claiming all of our relationships as holy relationships. It says at the beginning of paragraph 1 here in the Teacher's Manual, chapter 3. It's my page 7 in the Teacher's Manual. It says, and this to me is very interesting. I think it's very valuable. There is no one from whom a teacher of God cannot learn. So we can learn from everyone. So there is no one whom he cannot teach. And I always say we're always teaching the efficacy of our choices. So no matter what we're choosing, everyone around us is learning the efficacy of our choices. So if we make a choice for ego, they learn the efficacy of that. They learn the value of that. If we make a choice for love, they learn the value of that. So we're learning to teach only love, for that is what we are. There is no one from whom a teacher of God cannot learn, so there is no one whom he cannot teach. However, from a practical point of view, he cannot meet everyone, nor can everyone find him. So even though we are one with each other, we might not have the physical experience of each other. Therefore, the plan, Course Miracles talks about the plan, includes very specific contacts to be made for each teacher of God. So our life plan, our life script, includes very specific contacts to be made for each of us. There are no accidents in salvation. There is a divine order. No accidents. Those who are to meet will meet because together they have the potential for a holy relationship. They are ready for each other. So as we're at this end of the year time here and we're doing our work of living in our heart, occupying love, occupying joy, occupying peace, I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart and call to mind, is there someone, perhaps this year, this holiday season, is there someone that you have met? It was a divine appointment, part of the plan, for you to experience yourself as perfect love and perfect peace in a holy relationship. But perhaps you refused. Perhaps you denied that. And you continued to anchor special relationship. Ego-based relationship. The way I define a special relationship is it is that which maintains the sense of separation. 
And one of the ways in which we do it is we say to our friend, to our lover, to our family member, to our co-worker, to our spiritual sister or brother, prayer partner, that in some way we take each other and we say, you plus me equals shelter against the storm. You understand me. And we value them from an egotistical point of view. We need them. We try to control and manipulate them. We are uh, have a, a grasping, craving relationship with them. Or sometimes it can be the opposite, that we have a, an aversion to them. We despise them. We hate them. We are annoyed or frustrated or irritated by them. So call to mind someone that you have been experiencing a special relationship and maybe it feels very intense. In this relationship is the opportunity for you to remember yourself as a spiritual being by means of a holy relationship. According to A Course in Miracles, All that's needed is one person in the relationship invokes the Holy Spirit to transform the relationship from special to holy and the transformation will begin to occur. Now, very often what happens is while the relationship is being transformed it can feel like being in a hurricane but not in the eye of the hurricane in the... the, thrust and pull of the hurricane because the ego attachments of how it should be are so attractive and yet the Holy Spirit the higher self the Holy Self persists in assisting us in the answered prayer which is to be able to see our relationship through an awareness of unconditional love and true forgiveness which is never taking offense in the first place living in harmony so if we have never experienced a holy relationship it can seem so foreign to us because we're used to relationships that are about control and manipulation craving and aversion And what I would say to you is it's never too late to invoke the Holy Spirit to transform the special relationship into a holy one even if that person has made their transition. Even if they're in the throes of making their transition because at this time of year around the time of the winter solstice around the time of the Christmas Hanukkah, New Year's, holidays. A lot of people make their transitions. A lot of suicides. A lot of people who've been holding on to the holidays uh, let go. People in hospice care make their transition. All kinds of transitions in our relationships. Many times relationships end in the sense of marriages come to uh, a completing of one phase and move into another. Lots of 
transition at the end of the year the beginning of the new year it is a time of transition in all kinds of ways so we can walk through these experiences strengthening ourselves in the practice of living in love as love from love with love and what it does is it gives us a chance to shed like a snake shedding a skin to shed the the limitations the patterns of lack and attack and when we declare ourselves profoundly available to give up and shed that skin of lack and attack that false identity as the one who doesn't have who's needing and grasping who's hating and craving and instead we can focus on revealing discovering holding precious our true identity as a spiritual being we share the benefits with everyone our relationship with ourself becomes holy and the healing ripples out like ripples on a pond to touch every area of our life it's profound and it's beautiful and this opportunity is always available to us right now it does seem that many of us are realizing we're being called to step up and be our true self we're being called to release the attachment to the false identity so often there's the sense that the spiritual seeker has been reading books and taking classes and seeking and searching without finding and there's a desperation and a despair and what I would like to share with you is that that will dissolve when you are committed to being the love to occupying the love the joy the peace and it's your intention that will support you in being guided and led and hearing the divine guidance and the inspiration day in and day out. It's always there, like the sun behind the clouds. <sighs> so let us take a rest here as we move into our break time. Centering in on love. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And you're listening to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk, on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. And we're back. So good to be back. And... I'm going to just mention that you can be my prayer partner. I offer spiritual support each and every day. It's totally free at jenniferhadley.com. You can enroll, subscribe to be my prayer partner. And I offer a new prayer every day. 
I have a prayer line you can call and be my prayer partner. I've got prayer partners all over the world. I'd love to have you as my prayer partner. There's no charge for it. And I record a new prayer every single day. I call it my power prayer. And I send out a reminder about it by email. So even if you don't click open the email, just when you see it in your email box, you can just simply remember in that moment that your life is a life of love and let the visual of that email in your email box be the reminder that you are living a life of love and that your relationships are holy relationships and that you are wholly dedicated to love. I think that having many ways to receive spiritual support and to remind us of what's most important is so helpful for me. I take all the support I can get. Absolutely. (laughs) And so in this recognition that all of our relationships have the potential to be holy relationships. They also have the potential to be ego-based relationships. Ego-based relationships simply keep us stuck in limitation. Lack and limitation. Lack and attack. Holy relationships assist us in remembering the unity of all life. And we are the one who decides whether or not we're interested in having holy relationships or ego-based relationships. What is so wonderful is in each and every moment we can choose love. And we must choose this day whom we will serve, God or mammon. Mammon is the ego. So for me, it's about deciding to choose love and it is a very strong impetus a very strong support when I remember that no matter where I go and no matter what I'm doing every relationship is a teaching learning relationship I can learn so can the other people I'm relating to even if I'm relating to animals or the earth every relationship can be a holy relationship and every relationship is a teaching learning experience and we are living in this experience of seeming separation remembering that ultimately all of our relationships will be made holy and really what it awaits is our decision so for me anchoring in the decision to choose love again and again looking at any moment in the day where I feel confused about choosing love any moment in the day where I feel tempted to choose an attack thought whether it's directed at myself or someone else these are the moments by which I am transforming my life this is what I call masterful living and I teach a year long course and it actually starts a week from today January 3rd is the first week of Masterful Living it's a year long course and it is weekly support in many forms to assist you in 
dedicating yourself to a life of love. So getting out of your head and into your heart, getting out of talk, 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 and thinking, 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 instead getting into the feeling of love and living a life of love so that everywhere you go in all your relationships, you can be a healing, beneficial presence and that you can accept the gifts that each moment are being offered to you, each opportunity to choose holiness instead of attack and lack. So we become masterful, we become mindful by being present in the heart. Not So it's not so much mentally chewing and chewing and chewing on things, but taking things into our heart. So this is a, a living discipline. You cannot get it from a book. The book is written in your heart. And so that's why Course in Miracles has the workbook to assist you. So... Masterful Living, the year-long course that I offer is daily support in so many ways so that you can stay on track and you can choose which ones make sense for you. And there's a lot of information about the Masterful Living course at my website, jenniferhadley.com. You'll be able to go to the homepage there at jenniferhadley.com and find the Masterful Living link and click through. There's a lot for you to listen to there and download. And uh, I've done a couple of preview calls. Uh, Two topics I did in preview call. The number one thing that I think uh, brings forth spiritual success and the number one thing I think gets in our way. And uh, I'm doing another preview call on the second January 2nd. It's a federal holiday, so a lot of people will be home and you can register for that call, where you can also ask me questions, (laughs) which is wonderful. That's one of the great things about the Masterful Living class is we can engage in a dialogue and there can be questions. And it's people from all over the world who are just like you. They're like-minded spiritual seekers and they can feel where they're falling down day in and day out and they're interested and truly living a life of love. So there may be some parts of the class that profoundly support you, others less so. You get to figure it out what works for you. And there's just so much wonderful support in this class that a year can make a huge difference. Many people who have taken this year-long class with me that Masterful Living is have said that it showed them how to live a life of love. They learned how. It was the best year of their life. And then each year after that becomes even better and even better. So there are some folks who have been in Masterful Living with me for several years now. And it's quite yummy. So I invite you to join. Uh, Check it out and see if Masterful Living is for you. And part of what Masterful Living really is, is this whole idea. You cannot teach what you have not learned. And what you teach, you strengthen in yourself because you are sharing it. Every lesson you teach, you are learning. That's from Chapter 6, Section 3, The Relinquishment of Attack. 
So part of what masterful living is, walk, walking the talk is, is deciding and becoming devoted to relinquishing attack. Attack thoughts are habitual. They are habitual patterns in the mind. So we are declaring ourselves dedicated to releasing the patterns of attack. And what is revealed is our true identity. So this is why so many people who do this work experience joy in a way that they have never experienced it before. Because it's been hiding underneath the permission we've given ourselves to harbor attack thoughts. If we're focused on lack and attack, how can we also focus on experiencing the unconditional, unprecedented joy that our heart holds for us? We can't. We can't experience both at the same time. That's why we have to choose whom we will serve, God or Mammon. Are we serving the strengthening of the false identity of lack and attack, or are we strengthening our relationship with our divinity, the I am presence? I am that I am. We are not separate. So every single choice that we make, it's not love or fear. It is unity or separation. Because fear is actually the byproduct of not choosing love. It's the byproduct of not choosing love. It's what is the effect of choosing separation. When we choose separation, the effect caused by that choice of separation is an experience of fear. So in truth, in spirit, lack doesn't exist. The fullness of God is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniactive. We have to be invested in lack in order to experience it. If we are invested in love and joy and abundance and prosperity, and sharing the benefits of our healing with all, that's what we will experience. And if we're deeply entrenched in the patterns of lack and attack, it can feel extremely arduous to release their hold. It feels like they have a hold on us. We must make these decisions in our mind. It's not our natural state to feel ashamed and filled with anger and resentment and regret. That's not who we are. Our true identity is perfect peace and love and joy. And what I've seen with so many spiritual seekers is they say that, but they don't believe it. They don't understand it. So that's why many spiritual teachers are teaching what they need to learn. They have yet to decide to be all in, 100% committed and devoted. 
So we make the decision to be committed and devoted to love itself, to being our true self, to being authentic, to being the purity of love that we are born to be. We make that commitment. We make that decision. And then each and every day we're presented with so many opportunities to choose love or lack and attack. And we choose in each and every moment. Separation or unity. Separation or unity. If we choose separation, we experience fear. That's how it works. It's not rocket science. And so many, I mean, I remember as a spiritual seeker feeling, oh, I know all this stuff. I know it all. I know it all. And this is something I hear ministers and practitioners say all the time. I know all this stuff, but somehow it's not working for me. And what I came to see in my own life experience was the reason why it wasn't working for me was I was not committed to love. I gave myself permission to think thoughts of lack and attack. I didn't understand truly the law of cause and effect even though I thought that I did. I was completely mistaken. So for me, the rubber finally hit the road when I said, Enough. I'm all in for love. Love is the focus of my life from this moment forward. I didn't know how to transform my life, but I knew that it would reveal itself to me in a moment-by-moment basis, and that's what I've experienced. So many seekers will not say yes to living a life of true and profound love because they don't know what it entails. They don't know what they're going to have to give up. And what I'm telling you is there is nothing of value that you have to give up. All that you give up is the suffering. There's a reorientation. And in that experience of renewal, recalibration, restoration, and healing, the unprecedented, unlimited joy of God bursts forth from within. What a relief. What a relief to no longer pretend you don't have. What a relief to no longer pretend that you are separate. What a relief to no longer believe in lack and limitation. Now, for many of us, the, the, the recalibration and the, the healing, the learning, the unlearning, all of that takes us more than a weekend. It doesn't have to. Our level of commitment and devotion will determine our experience of healing. But the good news is we can begin today and we can do our very best today. And no matter what happens, we can learn from it. So even if we fall short, even if we fall back into the pattern of lack and limitation, we can, when we start to feel that suffering, go, oh, I forgot to choose love. Oh, we can go back. We can go back. Now, I, I granted, sometimes choosing love feels like the most difficult thing there is because 
the appeal of blame and shame is so strong. And that's why I sometimes say we give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. What we're doing is we're giving the appearance of heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it feels really, really difficult. And that is evidence of just how entrenched we are in separation. So if in that moment we can give thanks, that we have a willingness to not give up. We have a willingness to discover love as never before. We have a willingness for healing that is pervasive. You are only love, but when you deny this, you make what you are something you must learn to remember. Right? You are only love, but when you deny this, you make what you are something you must learn to remember. This is my page 99 in that chapter 6, section 3, paragraph 2. So, It can feel very, very challenging to see ourselves as the love bugs that we are. (laughs) And the more challenging it is, the more we can engage the Holy Spirit and not go it alone. It's so worth doing. There's nothing else that is worth doing. We're going to take a little break here. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk, on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Today I stand firmly in my faith. I meet life courageously and confidently seeing beyond appearances to underlying good. Through faith, I overcome every limitation. I know that God's power within me is greater than any situation I may have to meet or overcome. God is greater than any condition or circumstance. Through faith, I am fearless and free. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend, and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today, online at dailyword.com. Warning. After listening to the Oneness Program, Fridays at 11 a.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, people have reported feeling a profound stillness in body and mind that continues well into the weekend. Others have found that their internal quiet is matched by a flow and ease in relationships and daily activities. Join Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel for the Oneness Program and experience the Oneness Blessing. Friday mornings, 11 a.m. Central Time, on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Om 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 Om
You've been listening to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way. Now, back to Living A Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. So here we are. It's the last section of the last episode of the year. And I'd like to thank you for partnering with me in bringing forth this radio show because it's always, for me, an experience of the two or more who are gathered. So I'm really grateful to you for showing up, however you show up as a podcaster from iTunes or from the Unity Radio Network or from uh, my Power Prayer partners, however you're tuning in and tapping into our show here. To me, it really is our show and I feel into what you're interested in in order to bring forth the topic. So on that note, I would like to invite you, if you have a topic that you'd like to suggest for 2012, please email me at jennifer at jenniferhadley.com. Jennifer at jenniferhadley.com. And I also invite you to connect in to oh my community of prayer partners. If you're not already one of my prayer partners, you can tune in at jenniferhadley.com. There's a lot of free stuff there. And you can also join the Masterful Living community. What I'm going to be announcing this week, if you stay tuned to the emails, um, actually I think it's more next week, but if you stay tuned to the emails, I'll let you know that I'm going to be announcing my New Year's Intention Workshop, which I do on the phone and on the Internet so people from anywhere in the world can participate. And it's a two-part class, New Year's Intention Workshop, that I'm going to be offering. And then right after that, I'm going to offer Stop Playing Small, my three-part class, Stop Playing Small, so you can participate in that And then after that, my power prayer, prayer power class. That's a three-part class as well. So these are the classes I'm going to be offering in the new year. And they're all part of the Masterful Living 2012 class. So if you're listening right now and you're part of Masterful Living already, you've already registered, you can look forward to all of that Oh my goodness, I have never given so much to the Masterful Living class as I intend to give in 2012. I'm, I'm really making it the focus of my year. <clears throat> I'm very excited about it, and I feel the potential for all of us. I think it is really, truly going to be the most extraordinary year of my life because of Masterful Living. So I invite you, if you haven't checked out that information at jenniferhadley.com, Tune in, tap in, and join a loving community of like-minded individuals. We're all dedicated to learning how to walk the talk and release the patterns of lack and limitation so that we can all together remember that, yes, I am only love. I am pure love. 
It's not that I'm becoming that. I am that. It's now. So many people are identified with themselves as being shameful and hateful, regretful. We're releasing that lack and attack identity and we're stepping into occupying love, peace, joy, our true identity. And we're figuring out the how of it together. We're making ourselves available for profound teachings, becoming the living book. This is the focus of the radio show. This is the focus of Masterful Living. We are doing it now. It's happening now. And what I feel so keenly is that that which has been... Oh, the the spiritual teachings of the past, they are written in our heart. The highest and best is written in our heart. And this is where we must discover it. So when we are the two or more who are gathered, something miraculous is bound to happen. And this is why I love every opportunity that I have to connect with you, to share, to dialogue, to be in this flow of giving and receiving love, recognizing love, sharing love. And the invitation is to make all of our relationships this way. So if we walk into a restaurant, if we walk into the bank and there's a line at the bank, if we walk into the post office and there's a line at the post office, think of it. Just think of yourself walking into, particularly holiday times, a line at the post office. I know for me, in the past, I've walked in and thought, ugh. <laughs> so what is that a de- declaration of? Limitation. I feel separate from my good. My good is not here at the post office. So now, no matter what it looks like, we can open to love. Becoming masterful in this way of welcoming the opportunity to be a loving presence at the post office, to be a loving presence online at the bank, to be a loving presence in the traffic. Yes? Yes. Isn't this the opportunity that strengthens our commitment, that affords us the opportunity in this now moment to develop the divine discipline of choosing love? Yes. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it gets so much easier. The more dedicated and the more devoted we become, what happens is, the difficulty falls away. It doesn't feel the same. Even if it feels challenging, it can feel so yummy because we can feel the benefit that we're calling forth. We can feel the benefit that we are being. So teach only love for that is what you are. When you align with teaching love in every moment, you get to be your true self in any moment. You cannot make a wrong move. You cannot make a mistake if you're dedicated and devoted to love, to the holy listening, to living in alignment with the Holy Spirit, the higher self. I am that I am. So what happens is the sense of regret and the sense of not doing it right, making a mistake, begins to fall away. 
What I believe is that when we are dedicated to living a life of love, a holy instant becomes our life. And we can't make a mistake because we're following love. Love is leading us. Love is guiding us. How can we make a mistake? Even if there is a mistake made and we, we have a, a moment where we suddenly value separation once again and we choose it by thinking, oh, look at that idiot. Look what they're doing. They're not even using their signal in traffic. We feel the distress. We feel we've moved out of our loving heart and we can come back. So as we're moving into this New Year's weekend, and by the way, I have a preview call on Monday morning, uh, the 1st, no, sorry, the 2nd, <laughs> Monday morning the 2nd, on uh what a difference a year can make and starting the year with this holy intention so that's a free call and you can ask me questions about the Masterful Living class you can register for that at jenniferhadley.com so I'm offering these these preview calls for Masterful Living even if you don't choose Masterful Living these preview calls are packed full of support for you in choosing love and identifying within yourself the value of choosing love because I recognize that I am not your teacher you are your teacher the teacher is you it's your relationship with your higher Holy Spirit self the Holy Spirit it's your relationship with love that is your teacher so whenever we forget to choose love and we start teaching something else. We teach impertinence. We teach exasperation. We teach frustration and irritation. We're teaching lack and attack. When that happens, we feel uncomfortable. We feel distressed. We feel irritated and frustrated. We feel shame and blame. The body goes off like a divine alarm clock letting us know We've moved away from our holy intention to have a holy relationship in every area of our life. And, phew, that divine alarm clock reminds us to go back to the beginning and choose love. And choose love. And if it feels difficult and challenging, we know that the level of healing that's available to us in that experience of challenge is profound. And we're more interested in harvesting the healing, experiencing the healing and the wisdom than we are in taking two steps backwards. So this is how we live a life of love, moment by moment, walking the talk. And I rejoice that we're doing it together. I just absolutely love that we're doing it together. Oh. So many spiritual circles gather together to be judgmental, to be separate, to think they're better than everyone else. And it's just another way of affirming separation. So we are gathering together in this intention to be our true selves and to teach only love. We're teaching it to ourselves so that we can learn it, so that we can remember it. All learning is unlearning. We're remembering ourselves. And 
So this new year, I invite you, right now, place your hand on your heart, please, as I am doing, and let's take a breath of love. You feel that heart opening that's been happening here throughout the show? That's our hearts connecting, transcending time and space. So grateful to open our hearts to an awareness of the love that we already are. So the good news, we can stop the charade, the charade, (laughs) and be our true selves. In God's image we are made. Drop the charade. In God's image we are made. This is our holy relationship right here. Having a holy relationship with our own experience of the kingdom which is within, of our own breath, our own loving heart. The greatest gift we can give to ourselves is our dedication and our devotion to love. There's such a powerful energy at the beginning of the year. So many people anchor in a willingness and rather than set New Year's limitations and making vows of limitation and giving up things, let us accept our divinity. Let us be good receivers. It's not better to give than to receive. It is wonderful to receive the gift of the kingdom. To make it welcome in our heart. And so the new you in the new year is the true you. The new you in the new year is the true you. Being your true self. And the willingness to see your brothers and sisters as they truly are. And not the facade that they put forth in the world. Seeing with eyes of love. Seeing with the heart. We're anchoring ourselves in the joy that is encoded into our being that we can only experience when we're anchored in love. We're occupying joy. This is our dedication. This is our devotion. This is what we're interested in now. We're no longer interested in the past. I'm not interested in that anymore. I am interested in occupying joy, a revelation of holy relationship, living our life as pure love. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so, it most definitely is. Amen. 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 Thank you for your loving heart. I love you. Happy New Year.